Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. You know, that we've had a lot of respect for Cincinnati all year. We certainly have talked about their strength of schedule. Uh, but this win uh, against SMU, when we were looking at uh, the way they played offensively and defensively, they, they came in at four. The, a lot of discussion. There's 13 members of the committee. There's certainly a disagreement at times. But when the vote came down, uh, they were four and then Michigan at five. Welcome on in. BeckQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday Thanksgiving Eve. The busiest travel day of the year. So if you're listening to us, uh, well, well, obviously, if you're listening, you're, li- you're hearing this, you're listening. So welcome in. We appreciate however you're listening on the Odyssey app, watching on Twitch, on your radio. We got a lot to get to, Aaron, on this Wednesday as we look forward to week 12 in the NFL. A couple great guests with Jake Fisher on the NBA. Ed Egros, our guy on a weekly basis, talk NFL. And uh, week 12 starts tomorrow. But we start with kind of a, a grab bag of things in our first segment here. We'll get to the big Gonzaga-UCLA game last night. And Chet Holmgren, that kid could play. He doesn't look the part, but he plays the part. He's really, really good. Um, And some crazy line movement with the NFL MVP odds we'll get to. But, Aaron, the college football playoffs are set, um, at least for this week. The the committee had their their top four last night. Georgia, number one, no surprise. Ohio State, number two. Alabama, three. And we said it had to happen. Cincinnati had to be in. They are in. They are number four. And it really does set up pretty well for Cincinnati. If they just win their last two games, it's it's pretty hard to imagine them not making the college football playoff. I know. We've been talking about it this whole time. Are they finally going to get the respect that they deserve? And they are finally in. And they, I'm happy for them. I mean, they've been fighting, scratching, clawing. And what they did against SMU was really impressive. They deserve to be there. I, I agree. Uh, now, I don't know how they'll do it when they get there and if they can compete. And they'll probably be, you know, two touchdown underdogs in, in whatever matchup they're in. And that's just the reality of, of how they're going to be viewed in the marketplace. But I, it's something different. Now, they have to go out and earn it, right? They have to win two more games, including a, uh, a title game in their conference. If they do that, though, it's set up. And it, it really is set up for where the Michigan-Ohio State winner, that team is going to have the inside track to the Big Ten spot. 
Now, the question's going to be this. Georgia, let, let's say Georgia beats Alabama coming up in the SEC title game. Alabama with two losses, are they out? And that means a team like Notre Dame can sneak in? See, I, I'd rather put, I'd rather see Notre, uh, Alabama with two losses than Notre Dame. I mean, we're looking I, at. I was thinking the same thing. I, how does Notre Dame get in? I just don't know if they do. Um, maybe there is a two-loss team. I mean, we kind of threw that around. Is this the first time that we see it? And it's kind of looking that way because I just can't see Alabama not making it in and Notre Dame making it in. Um, ah, that would that would surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the where Notre Dame sits now at number six, you know, you could kind of play it out to where Ohio State, Michigan, right? That's going to be one of the spots. So that kind of takes care of itself. Georgia's going to be in no matter what happens against Alabama. You have Ohio, you have Cincinnati with kind of an inside track now. So there's that one spot. And if Alabama loses their second game, I don't know what they're going to do. So you look at it right now, the odds to win the national title, Georgia minus 125, Ohio State plus 300. Alabama plus 400 and then it's just it's it's a great like they it seems like still as you sit here and look at the odds on FanDuel Sportsbook they don't like the, they don't know what to do with this fourth spot Oklahoma State still at 40 to 1 and their track would be to win the Big 12 to get through Oklahoma Cincinnati 40 yeah. to 1 Oklahoma 50 to 1 and then do one Michigan. of these Big 12 teams get in yeah, that I guess the debate could be Notre Dame or a Big 12 team. The, the assumption yeah. seems to be if Alabama loses, they're going to be done with two losses, which, you know, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see the committee say no thanks to Alabama in the college football playoff. But it's been seven years. We've never had a two-loss team. So um, the surprise there is is that we could be without Alabama. We shall see. They're favored this weekend in a big way over Auburn. The other big thing last night, college basketball. How about number one, number two last night? Let's hear Chet Holmgren. This kid is a freak from uh, Gonzaga. He, this kid's really good. But defensively, he has been the man. Look at that move. Not your normal seven footer. Dick, that's ridiculous. Oh, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I would simply say he's awesome, baby, with a capital A. I don't want to use that for special plays. The voice there of Dick Vitale. That was actually a pretty emotional moment. I don't know if you saw it. He was crying last night on the yeah. uh, broadcast because he's just he's battling cancer right now and he made it back for a game. And um, look, Dick Vitale could be a lot of times, but he's, I mean, he's like, when you think of college basketball, you think of Dick Vitale. So it was cool to hear him. It's just almost time. comforting to hear his voice. Yeah. It was so nice to hear him back. It's it, he's one of those broadcasters where like you definitely will notice when he's not there. Um, it oh, just yeah. it, he's a staple for the game. I love it. Um, so I hope he's feeling better. It was so awesome that he you know had the strength to come back. We all missed him and loved hearing his voice. Gonzaga really showed why you know they're number one, and there is a big discrepancy uh between number one and number two i mean that game wasn't even close gonzaga came out strong um chet holmgren i mean we talked i hope he eats well on thanksgiving he's so skinny <laughs> he, he even got a standing ovation that's how good this guy is it's very impressive and he's only a freshman 
Um, he finished with 15 points, six rebounds, four blocked shots. He can do it all. It reminds me. So I, I think I mentioned when we previewed college basketball a couple weeks ago, and I, I kind of first saw his highlights. I was like, the last time I saw a player this skinny that was this good was was Kevin Durant when he was at Texas. And the first time I watched Durant, I was like, oh, there's no way he could be that good. They're going to push him around. And then I kept watching him like, he's just better than everyone. He's, he's not, not getting pushed around. He's really, really the best player on the court. That's what I thought last night. Aaron, you mentioned Gonzaga the gap. Well, the odds reflect it. And before the season, they were the only ones, I believe, that had uh, slimmer than 10 to 1 odds. They're at plus 440 to be the uh, college basketball national champion this year. The next team is 11 to 1 Purdue, uh, 11 to 1 Duke, 12 to 1 UCLA. But that gap's big. I, I know it's only one game, but I I think UCLA's really good. They played Vill- they played Villanova really well, and, and they they weren't competitive last night. I know, and that's the thing. It makes you think, wow, this team, this Gonzaga team, is really good because we've had even people on the show who have been super high on UCLA, but then yep. you see them play each other, and it's like. Ooh, it's kind of like when we're comparing Cincinnati being in the college playoff, like what's going to happen? How much better are these other teams? Is there even competition there? I don't know. Uh, it, it didn't look good for UCLA. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No, they lost by 20. The, the line was seven. I said before the show ended last night, I thought, wow, the number two team getting seven points early season game. I thought that, you know, I leaned that way, and I was I was dead wrong. I mean, Gonzaga just blew the doors off of uh, UCLA last night. Uh, we got a lot of NFL to get to here, Aaron, on this day. We're also going to have our NFL power rankings, which I can't wait for. And we're going to have our Thanksgiving food rankings, which probably is the most important thing we're going to do all day. But as I always <laughs> say in this show, I always say this, and, and I half mean it, and I half think it's a bit. But I always joke that the books are listening to BetQL Daily, right? Like that somewhere, a, someone who works for one of these books, maybe FanDuel, is is listening to the show and kind of like thinking about what we're saying and where the line movements should be and, and how we're kind of pushing the audience and, and where we're, we think there's value. And I, I, don't, I believe it more now than ever because two days ago, we mentioned, and Jake Hassan got all upset, that Kirk Cousins at 200 to 1 was like just a ridiculously – you know, the, the odds were off for considering the year he's having 200 to one for the MVP crazy long shot, but that number seemed nuts for a guy that has 21 touchdowns to interceptions. So there was some line movement yesterday. I mentioned down to 150 to one. I was like, all right, the books are listening. Aaron last night before I, um, I, I drove myself home after my night show last night, I, I just popped on my FanDuel Sportsbook app and I looked and Kirk cousins is now down to 60 to one to win the NFL MVP. He's gone from 200 to one 
to 60 to 1 in a matter of two days. I mean, is this not evidence, all the evidence we need that the books are listening to BetQL Daily? I say yes. I say yes, too. And we've even seen lines move during the show, like as right after we've been talking about something. So I think it just goes to show we're on it. We're leading our listeners in the right direction. We try to give out winners and we try to find value on this That's right. show. Um, what, there may be value, but I just, it feels like right now this is Tom Brady's award to me. Um, I think the, the, it's really just hard to count him out right now for that. Um, I think the Bucks are going to be right there. I think they're going to, they, their defense really needs to play better. Um, they really, I, but I have confidence that it will. Um, and there's still plenty of time left in the season. And I, even though there is some good value on Kirk Cousins, I would be shocked if he won it. Well, I'd be surprised too. But you know, it's kind of, <laughs> it kind of reminds me of during the summer when I, I think Joe O took Juan Soto at like 150 to one. Like he had really good numbers. He probably was not going to win the MVP on a bad team. But it was like, wait a second, look at his numbers, 150 to one. That's good value. And he ended up finishing second in the MVP ballot. Right. It was a good it was a good idea by Joe. If you grabbed Kirk two days ago at 200 to one, I feel like the same thing. Like he might end yeah. the year with like 35 touchdowns and four picks. Like what? What are we doing here now? Paul, you you, you kind of shopped around on this. Paul asked me when I were, were chatting about this. You kind of shopped around. So 60 to one is where, where it's on FanDuel. Where where is it in other shops? So I saw, so once you mentioned that to me yesterday, I had to look around a little bit just to see. And so I saw a 40 to one. I saw the 60 to one on FanDuel. I saw an 80 to one and there is a hundred to one still out there. I don't be honest. FOMO got me. I had to put something on it. Like I, as I texted to Joe G yesterday, I could not live with myself. If we were talking about Kirk at 200 to one and he somehow wins this thing. So, you know, a couple bucks, you know, it's probably gone. Yeah. Already. Like the Soto, the Soto premise, but yeah. I couldn't, I can't watch Kirk go win the MVP. And then when he like throws three picks this weekend and it's dead, that's fine. It was well worth it, but it was worth the crazy. swing. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen this late in the season, that kind of odds movement for an MVP. Like you might have someone like comes out of nowhere week one, they, they light it up like, Oh, he wasn't even on the board. Now he's 30 to one, right? That happens. But it's week 11, week 12 we're going into. And it just seems like every time a, a team does well, the next week they play poorly. And it's like no quarterback wants to win this award. So it's a very interesting season where we don't really know what's going to happen. And, like, if we're going to go in on the Vikings to make a run, look, they could just sneak in the playoffs. But, like, I'd hate to watch them turn it up for the last part of the season, go flying in the playoffs. Maybe they stumble in the playoffs, but Kirk gets them there. And then they, it's like, oh, I, we didn't win anything. I could see this Vikings team competing with just about anybody. That's how good they've been. I, and they've been consistent. They've been there. I, I don't see them, like, turning into a total crappy team down the stretch. They have been there. And I, I have full confidence they could beat any team in the NFL right now. And that's why I don't think it's a terrible bet. Um, it's hard to imagine and wrap my head around after covering Kirk Cousins for so long. But it is. It is a good bet. I like it. I just wonder, like, does having, like, guys like Cook, he's got weapons, man. Cook, sure. Thielen, Jefferson, does that help or hurt his case? Like, it obviously helps for the numbers and the offense. I just wonder if it's like, well, yeah, look at who he's throwing to. Look at, you know, the weapons he's got. And obviously yeah, there's already the narrative out there against Kirk. 
Yeah, that I think that hurts, right? That there's yeah. like this, like Kirk's this, like Prime he's flaky. Yeah, yeah, the plexiglass. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot going against Kirk. Right now. I forgot about the plexiglass. Comeback player of the year to go from plexiglass in the summer to MVP in the in the winter. <laughs> yes. That that's ridiculous. Um, but I, I still think there's value there at sixty to one. Paul found it at one hundred to one. It was two hundred to one on Fanduel just a couple days ago. All right, some other NFL news here, Aaron. Yesterday, the New York Giants fired Jason Garrett, their offensive coordinator. So they get blown out Monday night against the Bucks. Out goes Jason Garrett. I always think when this stuff happens, this is more just like someone's trying to save their job. The head coach is trying to save his job. Like, is Jason Garrett getting fired really going to make Daniel Jones any better on Sunday? Is, is, is this going to do yeah. much? I, I think I, I don't factor this in much for like the game Sunday, right? They're playing the Eagles on Sunday. I don't say, well, now they're a point and a half better because it's someone else calling the plays. It's it's a mess of a franchise. The people have been crapping on Jason Garrett for Whatever. his entire career. It's, he's, it's almost like Kirk Cousins. This guy just cannot win. There's just this stigma about him that it's like you just want to fade Jason Garrett because he's Jason Garrett. And the crazy thing is, we're, have people been talking about Garrett this whole time? Like, I, I agree with you. This seems like a knee-jerk reaction. The The Giants have been underperforming. They're not getting what they need out of Daniel Jones. So it's like, that guy. Let's fire that guy. This is the move. Trust me. I'm not buying it. I don't think the Giants are going to be that much better. They. It's almost like the Raiders. Like, I, I, this is, they're going to have to be in rebuilding mode or something. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's some teams that have just been so bad that they have to hit the reset button i agree uh they're a bad team he's not a great offense coordinator at all obviously but their issues are personnel their head coach i don't think very much of so a lot going on there boy the new york football teams absolutely are just dumpster fires covid unlist for joe flacco and mike white in back comes zach wilson i don't think they wanted to play him they're like well he's our starter again because the other guys can't play on sunday we'll get to that nfl power rankings are next we're gonna dive into week 12. who are the top five teams of pro football right now we'll each give our list coming up this is becky daily presented as always by fan duel sportsbook